Um, greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a special Rebellion's Edge podcast. This is episode five, I believe. Uh, we're going to be talking about the beat 'em up genre. So, before I begin, I'm going to introduce the panel. So, first, we have Mr. Hades Manticore. Introduce yourself, good sir. Hello, I'm back once again. I was also on the Marvel's Capcom Infinite one, if you remember me at all. Yes, we talked about a lot of fighting games and bullshit. Um, next, we're going to introduce Kaneki. I would choose Street of Rage over Yakuza Endgame. Fear me, Dom. Damn. Damn. Well, damn. <laughs> Next, we have Drillbit. Oh, hey, everybody. Well, I was also on the last podcast for Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. And yeah, I've actually got to say a lot about beat em ups. And last but not least, we have Mr. Daybreaker Rain. Hey, how's it going, guys? Um, I don't remember what the last podcast I was on, but. Uh... Not that I would choose one over the other, but I like both Yakuza and Streets of Rage, so take that, Kaneki. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would say that. <laughs> amen, amen. You know, Streets of Rage is, you know. All right, so we're, we're going to get right into it with the topics here. So I'm going to start off with question number one. What games do you believe was beneficial towards kickstarting the beat-em-up genre? Um, I definitely will say double dragon for me double dragon was the game that really brought that uh beat em up concept to life i think a lot of people also say final fight as well so i will say either double dragon for me or final fight because um they were just very revolutionary for the time and a lot of people really enjoyed them and i think that's what caused a lot of like uh imitators back then because you had stuff like river city afterwards or before i'm not sure so, anyone else want to take this question? Um, I, I pretty much am in agreement with that. I, I was about to say River City Ransom, but if that came out before, then... Um, I'm not sure. I have to fact check that. Either came out before or after, but either way, I mean, River City Ransom is still is still pretty pretty up there amongst games that, that people kind of hold up there. But yeah, I would definitely say that Double Dragon was probably what really brought the beat em up genre into the forefront at least that's the first game to my recollection that was ever of that uh genre that i've ever played mm -hmm. what about you hades uh the games that were integral to starting the whole side scrolling beat up stuff um yeah I think, in your opinion in my opinion i think it all started with um kung fu which i think is an old ass nes game which is just side scrolling and you would beat up other dudes in kung fu outfits and... oh yeah <laughs> There's also um, Altered Beast, which was like a precursor to Golden Axe, and pretty decent side scrolling beat em up where you would turn into like a werewolf at the end of the stage. One of my favorites to play when I was young. And I think Final Fight rounds up that lineup as well. I think Final Fight is really like, if you think of a side scrolling beat em up, most people would probably think of Final Fight. Mr. Kaneki? Between Final Fight and Street of Rage to me, although uh, Final Fight turned me off with their third. Uh, installment. I thought it was a huge disappointment, but uh, is that the uh, 3D version? No, that's Streetwise. Oh, Streetwise! I was about to say that one sucked. Yeah, I... <laughs> but, but to me, it's between Fatal uh, Final Fight and Street Rage. You know, I didn't know Double Dragon at the time. What about you, Drillbit? <laughs> um, I would say, well, pretty much the same pretty much the same i would say it's probably like final fighter double dragon because those are probably the earliest games i can think of that 
pretty much did start the whole beat 'em up genre and at least and at least popularized them. Well, seems we got a lot of final fights and double dragons. That's pretty cool. Uh, so we're gonna move on to question number two. So Kaneki, could you read that off, please? Yes, sir. What do you personally think of the Yakuza series, a game series that is mostly centered around the beat 'em up genre when it comes to fighting? Oh, here we go. Hey, hey, man. It's credit do what it's credit do. It did very well. I would say he's even better than Shamu, in my opinion. But Yakuza, man, they really did good on the beat em up genre, especially with the story, since I recently played Yakuza 0. Very good story, indeed. Yeah, I love the games, but they are definitely not short games. So. Oh, no. And yeah, yeah, you better be sitting there for a while because those cutscenes are long as fuck. That's how the that's, yeah. that's how good the story is. It's so long. Yeah, it, it's good though. Don't don't get me wrong. Like I, I really love the fact that the combat is just so superb and wacky at times. Like you can't get over just head stomping someone in the middle of a street with like a pylon. I I just can't I just can't really take it seriously. But it's so fun. That every time you do something, it's always like worthwhile. So I would definitely say Yakuza is up there in terms of very good beat em ups. They got very good story and a lot of content to do within them. Like you can go around and you can like go to the clubs or you can go to uh, do various mini missions. So I believe that Yakuza is just absolutely great. And I'm I'm pretty much on the same sort of page. I mean. I was uh, I was told about the Yakuza series via I believe it was Zero Punctuation's review of Yakuza Four, and that was the first one I ever played. I didn't I'd always seen Yakuza One and Two like in game stores, but I'd always thought that like a lot of people had always told me it was like a GTA clone, that it was more in that vein where it was just like GTA Japan more or less, where like you had guns and stuff like that. And uh, the games aren't really like that at all. I mean, except for like Dead Souls, but that's sort of a spin-off game. And yeah. I don't think a lot of people hold that one in too high regard because I heard that the aiming is garbage. But, um, but you know, y Yakuza, what can you say about it? I mean, it's just it's filled to the brim with content, so you're going to be there for quite some time. Even after the main initial storyline, you've got tons and tons of side quests you can go and do it. There's just so much to the games. And even starting with Yakuza 4, I was immediately hooked on it. I was just like, man, this is fun. I love just getting into these random street brawls where freaking all the environment is interactable so i can beat people with bicycles and bicycle racks and freaking traffic cones and it's it's just a good time but yeah i would definitely say that if you're if you're going to get into the series definitely free up some time on your schedule because those story the story does take quite a bit to get through it's a lot of talking a lot of dialogue and a lot of cutscenes. absolutely yeah it's not really um, like I said, it, it's not really a short game, so you're going to be doing a lot, just sitting there a lot, but it's, it's entertaining, it's not boring, if you follow the story, I believe it's one of those games where it's like, you don't just have to put the controller down, you can always, um, uh, do some activities and stuff in the side missions and stuff in the main missions, so it doesn't get too repetitive or boring, actually. Uh, so that's what I enjoy about it, not many games have that much content, that you could really say that's really good without like repeating submissions or doing some stuff over. Uh, so I'm glad it's not repetitive. So Hades, what do you think about Yakuza? You ever play them, man? I played the first one like years and years ago, but that's about 
it for me in Yakuza. I do remember it being really good, and I hear literally nothing but good things about like the newest one and all the others as well. So I might pick it up at some point. Zero is really good from what I heard. Got a lot of really good reviews. So I, I think it's probably going to be on the radar for me, but it's just it just depends on uh, me beating Horizon because that game is long as fuck. Um, so yeah, it's pretty good. I'll put it on the list then. What about you, Drillbit? Uh, well, I know I know about the Yakuza series, but I've actually never played the games. I mean, I've heard they're really good beat 'em ups, and the stories are pretty engaging. And from what I've seen from Yakuza Zero, it's probably by it probably looks by far the best one in the series. So maybe at some point I'll play them. Though I would have to hunt down a PS2 to play probably the first two, unless they release the HD versions here. Yeah, I think there I think there's a remake of one that's coming. Uh but as far as the classics go, you can probably get one, but two is hard to find cuz uh that's the same thing that Dom said. Uh and I definitely agree those games are definitely rare if you're going to look for like rare copies, so Yeah, um, although Yakuza 2 did just get a reprint, so the price did go down a bit. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, you can get that reprint no problem then. Uh, so we're going to move on to the next one. So that is question number three. So Hades, could you read that off, please? Sure thing. That's fine, by the way. Uh, that sounds fine. Said my voice is connected, so. What beat-em-up title would you personally love to see get brought back from the dead? Streets of Rage. This one's <laughs> easy. Oh, this one's easy. I would say definitely Streets of Rage because... It's it has a lot of potential. I played that uh, fan made game Streets of Rage remake, and it was pretty damn good. That game was uh pretty amazing. It's a shame it got shit canned, but you know Sega. So, um, people can still play it, by the way. Yeah, you can still play it, no problem. But it still got, I think it got like taken down still. So, uh, but that's a good example. Um, having a game in that vein with so much to do. Uh, so many choices and the fact that you can actually use like the police to help you out blow people up that shit was fun um and they had so much customization too so they could bring that back anytime but it's just up to the developer to do some shit with it they had a mod where you play as uh chun li and vegeta so far so <laughs> they have mods in that game yeah didn't know that all right. Yeah, what about I, you? I think uh, even the, the oh, go ahead, Steam, I think even the Steam version of Streets of Rage, you can get mods for that repro- replace the uh, character sprites with other characters. Oh. Yeah, you do with the K buffs, especially. I know it's on Steam, but I never really like bought into it because that whole interface of the Sega Classics is a little bit weird to me. But I'm gonna eventually get it on Steam again. Uh, does it play like right, like the originals? Can you? tweak some stuff too yeah i think so and uh there are two different interfaces with the sega classics you can have the dumbed down like just the simple launcher or you can like go into like the fully innovative thing where it looks like you're playing it like on a crt oh um, yeah so you've got like two different options Uh, i personally just preferred the the straight launcher just because it's just it feels more like an emulator at that point uh but that's just me okay that sounds pretty cool i think uh the Sega Master Collection on PS3 had the same shit where you could change it to make it look like um, 
even arcade scan lines, which is pretty crazy. They have that amount of uh, customization in there. So, uh, Drillbit, did you go on this one? Well, actually, I was gonna say one series I think that should be probably re that should be revived back is Final Fight, considering the mm. last thing we got was Streetwise, and you know, oh. it sucked. I don't know what Capcom were thinking. I guess they wanted to make Final Fight edgy, and uh, <laughs> really didn't turn out too well for them, did it? No, no. that was a pretty big trend back around that time, right? Everything making dark and edgy, probably because of like Nolan's Batman movies or whatever. Yeah, and it's like, you know, I like how the Yakuza games do that sort of aesthetic where it's not really too serious when you start fighting, but they have a pretty serious but interesting story. I think that's the way it should be done. Like, the story can take itself seriously, but you can still do some wacky and crazy and over-the-top shit that's like, yeah, this is not humanly possible, but they do it anyway. Yeah, and the fact is the combat was kind was garbage, and the dial and they just swore all the time for the sake of being edgy. <laughs> no, that's terrible! Oh my god, and I never played that game too. I only saw like X play tear it apart. I think they gave it like a Wait. two out of five, and I was like, God, uh, Final Fight Streetwise. Uh, was it not the third one or? I think no, that was the one where they went like three D or something. Like, on PS Two and Xbox. Oh. Yeah. yeah, PS2 3D game. They made a fighting game based on Final Fight 2, which is Final Fight characters. That one was also terrible. Hmm. I'm trying to think of that uh, Final Fight, that event talked about with the DRM. Because I think I have that game, but I never played it. Yeah, yeah, there was one with DRM, and he was really getting into that game shit about that. Uh, I, I'll find it out eventually, but yeah. Um, so has everyone gone on this one, uh, for sure, before we move uh, on to the next one? No, I haven't gone yet, so... Go uh, me either, for reference. Um, mm -hmm. I would personally, uh, love to see, and I, I think James will pat me on the back for this one, I would personally love to see God Hand come back. Uh, that closely followed by Urban Rain. I would really like to see one of those come back from the dead, uh, just completely remastered and redone. And, and hell, if they, if they can look at games like Yakuza... And how well Yakuza Zero is doing? Yeah, I mean, I certainly think that there would be a market for that if done right. Yeah, Capcom has a lot of beat 'em ups they can bring back to life, Mostly but Final Fight. But they just stick to those old tried and true IPs. Uh, but God Hand is definitely one of them. The shit you could do in that game is also ridiculous. When you're like kicking people to the moon, <laughs> you just <laughs> you just love that shit so much. It's, it's very good. As for Urban Rain. I am doing a playthrough of it, but it's just hard as fuck. It's like just it is ball bustingly hard. Uh, but that's the appeal of the game. It's a nice and um, very unforgiving beat 'em up that requires attention and patience. Uh, and there's not a lot of games like that, especially in these days. Uh, but we're gonna go more into that for the next question. But Hades wanted to go next, so you can go ahead, sir. I'm gonna go against a little against the grain. I would like to see Golden Axe make a comeback if anyone's ever played any of the Golden Axe games. Oh, I've, absolutely. I played it. It's not bad. I've, Golden Axe is really fun. I've seen them. I always wanted to play them. I think um, they are in my Sega Master Collection for PS3. Ultimate Collection, I mean. Yeah, uh, Ultimate, Sonic's Ultimate Genesis Collection. They're there. Yeah, yeah. Ultimate Genesis. Uh, so I'll give them like a world, no problem, uh, sometime in the future. But those games look pretty interesting as well. Um, 
how do they play exactly? Like you just go around with an axe, just chopping people up, or what's the story there? Uh, basically, it it changes. Uh, it's the same gameplay basically every game. Like in the first game, the story is Death Adders taking over the country, and you're the one that has to go stop them. And you can play as either Gilius, who's the little dwarf guy with the axe, Axe Baller, who's the big broad-shouldered barbarian dude, or Tyrus Flare, who is the chick with the sword that's really good with magic, and they all have their own little strengths and weaknesses. Like Tyrus has the best magic, Gilius has the best melee attack, and Axe Baller is like the balanced one between them. Ah, the so only unfortunate, have... sorry, no, I was gonna say the only unfortunate thing about Golden Axe is um, the best one, which is the Revenge of Death Adder, is like not been re-released and it's only been in arcades. Kind of sucks. I remember Golden Axe three being pretty decent from what I recall. It's been a while since I've I've played the Golden Axe games. I mean, they're all pretty decent, but like I said, I think Revenge of Death Adder is the best one because there was more variety and you had characters with differing good magics. Like, you had a little elf guy named Little Tricks who could summon trees that would drop apples, which you could then eat, so you actually would have a healer in your party instead of just hoping for those little green goblins that you would kick and get the turkeys from. Yeah, hell, there was even a, a game called Golden Axe the Duel, and it was a uh, arcade fighter, and that one was actually a pretty damn decent fighter, if I do say so myself. Yeah, there was also the most recent one was that like Beast Rider one that was also not very good. Yeah, yeah. It, it unfortunately was not great. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, there game. was a there was a weird phase in the mid two thousands where they tried to revive old games and make them all dark and edgy, like with Bionic Commando, Golden Axe, Final Fight, and etc. Yeah, I think Sega was also. Uh good offender of that because i think at one point they wanted to bring back fucking vector man and it looked like <laughs> oh, nothing it looked nothing like him when i was like what the oh, fuck like fucking bomber man zero. <laughs> oh yeah that was worse oh my god or when, or when atari tried to bring back space invaders and give it a serious story <laughs> you you can't it's like some stuff you can't do and that's like one of them you you can't give it a serious story when there is no story in the original imagine pac-man had a story the first wasn't there like the, uh, pac-man world though like the 3d ones i remember that pac-man world kinda... wasn't bad they're, it was it wasn't bad, but uh, it definitely wasn't like classic gameplay style Pac-Man for sure. It was more it was of just... a adventure game. Yeah. yeah, it was just riding off the hype of Mario 64. Oh yeah, exactly. I, I won't deny that at all. But yeah, there there's some there's some stuff you don't do, and that's definitely something you don't do. <laughs> that's that's a whole thing in and of itself, like a whole podcast, yeah. just like yeah, bad bad the, reboots. Do... Bad reboot. You know what? You're giving me an idea. We need to do that in the future. Holy shit. I'm not against it. That There's so much bad to go around, man. Just so much. Almost definitely. But there, but there is also good reboots. I mean, we've got stuff like Ultimate cool. Ghosts and Goblins and then the, the Atari Extreme Collection on PSP. So, I mean, it can be done right. It's just, you know, there's a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, there's a it's lot like of shit to go through. And Resident Evil Remake, good good reboot. Just throwing that one out there, too. I mean, not reboot, but remake. Uh, so, I'm going to move on to the next question. Uh, this is question number four, right? I think yes. so. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to have Daybreaker read that off. 
Alrighty, uh, what IP do you think deserves a beat-em-up iteration that hasn't been attempted yet? And that, to me, is a tough one. There's not one game I really could say. I mean, uh, I I can think of, like, a couple of, like, um, like animes and stuff that would be, like, like be really cool for, like, a beat-em-up style sort of game, but, like, in an IP, like, I think, like, the closest thing that I would, I would even think would probably like resident evil that would actually be kind of cool just to like see like a a game where you could play as pretty much any character from across the entire resident evil franchise and just beat the crap out of zombies i mean hell uh, silent hill origins you could punch freaking zombies in the face so (laughs) so like the mercenaries mode but as its own standalone game basically yeah pretty much yeah yeah that's pretty cool and imagine the monsters you can fight that would be um a good opportunity to put in stuff like mini bosses bosses um and do some ridiculous shit i mean um that would be kind of interesting actually i'm not gonna lie um i was gonna gonna say wasn't there like a house of the dead beat him up on dreamcast though i I don't think it followed in the house i know what game you're talking about zombies revenge i think is what it's called uh here in the u.s at least and, I could have uh, sworn it was a House of the Dead spinoff. It might be. I'm not really 100% sure. The only spinoffs I know of about House of the Dead specifically is Typing of the Dead and then Pinball of the Dead on GBA. And there's the – I know there was an arcade House of the Dead game that was kind of like anime-ish, but I don't remember the name. Oh, uh, Overkill. Overkill. That got ported to Wii and PS3, and I've heard that those games are terrible. Just an Uwe Boll film, too. Series. Oh god, yeah, you bolted the freaking. I remember movie. someone said it was good. I didn't believe it. Nope. <clears throat> Just because they cursed? That's not a reason for it to be. Oh yeah, Isaac Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac Washington, the black guy, he always swore all the fucking time. Yeah, he was made to yeah, they modeled him after Samuel Jackson. <laughs> wow. But that's for another topic. Okay. Oh, uh, to just to answer your question, Drill, yes, it was originally, Zombies Revenge was originally supposed to be called Blood Bullet, the House of the Dead side story. So yes, it is a, it is a spinoff of uh, House of the Dead. I actually did not know that. So uh, the more you, the more you know. Yeah. So yeah, a Resident Evil spinoff with a, in a beat-em-up format could be fun. Yeah. I mean, I, it... I, Zombies Revenge, though, was freaking hard. Oh. Me and my buddy tried to play through it, and freaking, we got bodied like in the third stage. I wouldn't mind the Tekken beat him up. That's that would really... that would actually really work too. Tekken beat him up. Like, yeah, pretty much. Sorry, that's sorry, actually like, what I was gonna say for mine, because like, the only other Tekken kind of beat him up spinoff we got was the Nina the Nina game, but it kind of sucked ass. Yeah, by the degrees. Con- the the yeah. controls are just awful. To me, that's what kills it. It's just the controls are awful. It's not just match this button or match that button. No, all your freaking moves are put on the damn joystick. Like, that was smart. Yeah, and the thing is, is that they kind of had the right idea with Tekken 5, The Devil Within. And that was pretty decent, so why couldn't they have just built off that? Well, wasn't uh, the story mode in Tekken 6 kind of beat em up I was going to bring that up, yeah, because there is that beat-em-up mode in Tekken 6 where you can pick basically any character and just run through stages beating up, like, flunkies, and then eventually you would come to an actual Tekken character. 
Yeah, I, I forgot what it's called. I know it's not Tekken oh. Force. It's something else. Didn't Tekken 5 have something like that? Yeah, Devil Within, where you play yeah. as Devil Jin. I yeah, I remember that. Devil Within. That was pretty cool. Tekken 3 had Tekken Force. I miss playing those, even though I do not like the controls for it. But yeah, my answer would be make Tekken into a beat 'em up. That you have only you have a wide cast of characters that could work for it, yeah. and just make the controls smooth and the game and the fighting and the core gameplay good. And yeah, it would be a pretty big hit. Take any right. fighting game and do that. Really, it's all good. Yeah, because uh, fighting games. I mean, it goes hand in hand. Fighting games, beat 'em ups. So um, having a fighting game. Just based on that formula, I think it works really well. That's something. That's something that I definitely agree with. Um, I will say maybe they should do a beat 'em up like DOA. Um, that would be pretty good actually, where you can put the DOA characters in a format where you know they go around and they beat the shit out of people. So that would be pretty cool. Oh, they yeah, I could a, actually see that too. They should do a Fatal Fury and beat them up. Hmm. I would like to see that. Yeah. Oh yeah, Fatal Fury. God damn, I'm I'm remembering all these old games now. F Fatal Fury, Samurai Showdown, Garo, KOF. Terry Bargar is the reason why KOF happened. The Fatal Fury. All right, so we're gonna move on to the next one. Um, this is pretty much number five. So if you could mix another gaming genre with the beat 'em ups to make something interesting, what would you choose? For example, a first-person perspective plus a beat 'em up. Um, I gotta say, probably, like, a hack and slash and a beat em up combined, because, to me, it makes perfect sense, considering the fact that you're going around, um, and you're hacking stuff up anyway, so, uh, I could see a character with swords or something being utilized and cutting people down. Um, that's the best idea I got right now, and if we were to piggyback off the last question, um, like a fighting game fighting game characters being used for beat em up material. That should be pretty much like a no-brainer, in my opinion. Yeah. So what do you, what did the rest of you guys think? Um, I actually had this like just wacky idea about um, a genre mixing that would be kind of interesting. Like uh, put a beat em up with like bullet hell style kind of mechanics in there. Or like, you know, just heavy emphasis on like dodging projectiles and stuff like that. I think that would actually be kind of a uh, crazy fun mishmash of like different two, two different genres. I mean, I could, I could kind of see it. I mean, I think it would be quite on the hard side if you know anything about bullet hells, but uh, it, it would just be wacky. And I think I, I like the kind of over the top idea of it. Bullet hell. Uh, yeah. I I'm thinking of like shoot em ups as well. So, um, like a character with guns going around, just like, you know, shooting people. I think that would be pretty good too, uh, for a side scroller. I think they have a few of them as well, if I'm not too mistaken. Um, they're mostly like side scrollers, but they work really well for what they accomplish. So what about you, Dropit? This man's mm. toast. Oh, never mind. Mm, I would say... I would say maybe, let's see, how about combine a beat-em-up with the shooter, I guess? Maybe have different kinds of weapons and and mix it up a bit. Yeah. Also make some hack-and-slash mechanics in there. Shoot-em-up. It, it, it just writes itself, in my opinion. 
Yeah, like games like Contra kind of fit that bill pretty well. Contra, uh, Metal Slug, just mix in some hack and slash gameplay, and they, I think it could work. Speaking of that, uh, wasn't there like a schoolgirl zombie game on the PS4 that's supposed to have that kind of mechanic, hack and slash? Yeah, that new one that's uh, by the same people who did Oni Jambara, I believe. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Was there any? Was there anyone like talk about it? Because I haven't heard that game since uh, uh, they announced it. Me neither. Yeah, I forget what the hell it's called, but I think it came out in Japan, if I'm not mistaking. I'm gonna go if, check Play Asia real quick. If it's good, I'll report it. I just want to know if it's good. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't seen anything from it since that trailer. So yeah, it's kind of. It's not deep down, is it? No. Oh no. no. No, that game's too busy being, you know, licensed again and again and again. Schoolgirl zombie game. It's a lot more results for that than I'd like to admit. Well, well it'll be, if it's good, then it'll be a better game than deep down. Yeah, deep down, deep something. But no, um, for a beat em up <laughs> game, I think I think I wanted something similar to Schoolgirls zombie in a way. You know, you get your swords, guns, and your fists. High School of the Dead. Yeah. Yes, it's yes. it's called uh, Schoolgirl slash Zombie Hunter. Oh, mm. it's by the same people who did Oni Chambara, and it is out currently in Japan, but I don't think it's got English subs, so I don't think us Americans can play it. Yeah, I highly doubt that. Sometimes, well, sometimes we get lucky. Like sometimes they put uh, English subs or English dubs in there, but I doubt it with this one. Our fans will just do the subs for us, basically. Yeah, sometimes they do. Uh, and sometimes they release an Asia version that has subs that you can import, so... Mm hmm Alright, so, uh, Kaneki, did you go on this one, or...? Yes, I did. Okay, okay. Um, anyone else go before we move on? I'll be the last one. But, uh, would you count Dynasty Warriors as, like, a beat-em-up before I go into my, like, big feel of, of idea I have for a game like this? I think it's, well, I would personally put it as more Musou, where you're like, I mean, you are technically beating down, like, legions of enemies, um, but it's definitely not comparable or the same to traditional beat-em-ups, in my opinion, where you're just, like, side-scrolling, going down you know, fighting multiple enemies. But you can't combine those. This is a question about combining both styles together, so I can see something like that. Well, I was gonna I was gonna say, because, like, I've had the idea for the longest time. It's, I don't know if you would count it, like you said, but um, I've had the idea of combining, like, a real-time strategy game, like Rome Total War, with, like, a, a beat-em-up, basically, or a hack-and-slash, where you would train units on the battle map and you would be a hero character. And when you would go into battle, you would get to take control of the hero character and be able to just like smash through people basically. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see. That's that would, um, you know, uh, a game, they didn't do it in a beat em up style, but, uh, so caliber three had a mode called conquest of the sword or no conquest chronicles of the sword. That was a real time strategy with fighting game elements to where when you met, uh, enemy units you could either let it play out in the real-time strategy form or you could actually go in and do the fight like as the you know the fighting game aspect so i could actually see that working a real-time strategy game meets beat them up I'd, I'd probably even uh, if that was like a kickstarter project i'd probably donate to it because that sounds awesome 
I loved Chronicles of the Sword as well. I think Soul Calibur 3 was my most played Soul Calibur just because of Chronicles of the Sword. Just because like, I would want to master a new weapon style. Like, I want to use this katana, or I want to use, like, Astaroth's big axe style and stuff like that. But I had that idea when I was just playing uh, Total War Warhammer, and I was watching Carl Franz, like, smash orcs with his Warhammer, and I was like, that should be me. I'd like to be doing that right now, up close and personal. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Um, so we're going to move on to number six. So, Mr. Drillbit, could you read that off, please? If you could only pick between having a 2D side-scrolling brawler over a 3D brawler, which would you which would you personally prefer? But, yeah, I might be biased, but I just would prefer 2D over a 2D side-scroller over a 3D one, mainly because all of the... Mainly because, aside from maybe Yakuza and Shin Mune, all the 3D brawlers I've experienced so far haven't been that great. And uh, 2D, 2D at least allows it to be more refined, per se. My answer is going to be short, but if I could, I would like prefer 3D because, don't get me wrong, I really love 2D, but if I had to just pick one um, I would pick 3D because, uh, naturally, there are some deep 3D brawlers like Yakuza and God Hand, um, so I think they can make those games really intricate, um, which leaves them having a certain appeal, uh, over 2D in my opinion, uh, but I love both, both styles are awesome, but if I had to pick one, I would say 3D because they can get really deep and complex when the right developer is behind it. So what and about I, you, Daybreaker? Uh, I would I would probably be leaning more towards 3D, mainly just because I feel that, um, to me personally, we see we do see a lot of the 2D stuff coming out nowadays on the indie scene, and I think mm -hmm. it's just it's playing off a little bit too much of nostalgia. And um, with the, today's technology, with like what we've got with the PS4, the Xbox One, uh, where PCs are at. It, it's just there's so much that you could do like if you if yakuza to me is probably the best example you could look at for a game that has really deep combat as well as just the the stuff from beat-em-ups that that really kind of stood out amongst the rest kind of like the idea of you know being able to pick up a bicycle rack and smacking somebody over the head with it uh so i i think to me also 3d feels a little bit more open you don't feel so confined to your movements uh, like the 2D brawlers that you could sometimes, at least in my opinion, that's how, kind of how I feel with some 2D brawlers is that the movement feels really confined. But like with Yakuza, you feel like you have a lot more openness to it. So that I would say 3D brawlers would be my pick if I had to choose just one. Kaneki, how about you? I prefer both, to be honest. I don't mind the 2D and 3D. Yeah, both is like, I mean... I love both, but like I said, if I had to pick one, it would definitely be 3D, but they've made some really deep 2D brawlers before, too, so I can't rule that out of the equation there. Um, so how about you, Hades? I think if I had to choose, I probably would end up picking 2D, because I think there's just, like, I think there's beauty within the simplicity of a 2D side-scroller versus, like, a full open-world one, but I mean, I'm sure both genres are great, obviously. Mr. Drillbit? I mean, like I said before, I probably would lean towards 3D and 2D more, but I do enjoy both of them, honestly. 
All right. Um, so we're going to move on to question number seven. So, uh, Kaneki, could you read number seven, please? Yes, sir. Considering how the beat em up genre has been a dying breed, with local call out removals and online call out being rare, which is garbage because, you know, I don't know why would you remove local co ops? What do you think should be done to revitalize? To re revitalize. Revitalize these modes for the modern masters to favor more competitive multiplayer. Um, they should always add online co-op and local co-op. Don't even like remove them, in my opinion. I think personally, um, they can always add co-op because each time they take co-op out, there's always a bad reasoning behind it. Like, it really doesn't make sense. Uh, to have a co-op style game like I think the recent case was a uh, double dragon 4 I believe where uh, It's not it's I, I'm not sure if it's online or local that they took out, but they took out one or the other It's uh, uh, I think it's online. There is no online co-op local. Yeah, that sucks because it's like if I want to play with a friend, but we aren't necessarily like, you know close and he can't come over and play local co-op with me then I'm going to want to play online, and it's like, I can't do that because it's not in the game. Uh, so I think, you know, the first problem is they need to stop removing stuff that's important, uh, whether it's local or online, keep those modes in. And then for the multiplayer aspect to be, like, against competitive multiplayer, then maybe they can have, like, a mode where everyone's fighting each other and uh, somehow warp it in together because that's what Anarchy Reigns did. They had these uh, giant death matches where you could fight head to head in these little arenas. So maybe they could do something like that. So uh, Daybreaker, what about you? Um, you know, I, I I kind of have to agree because uh, and and I'm gonna talk a little bit more about this in the next question actually because as I was thinking about it, it kind of relates. But uh, I I think personally, um, local co-op and online co-op should be a, a, a given for for this type of style of game not one or the other should be sacrificed especially like i mean we're seeing even now uh some games uh like halo 5 removed local co-op so you couldn't even co-op the campaign together you it was like a strictly online thing as far as i know um and i could be wrong about that uh, feel free to correct me but um you know and, and that's sad because it's like uh you know a lot of us who grew up, you know, in the days of like the N64 and the PS1, you know, we, we grew up with like couch potato co-op games, you know, where it was like, Hey, we grab a couple of buddies, you know, and we all get together and we play co-op. So it's like, uh, but now we're seeing more towards the push of like online, uh, very, very online heavy. So it's like, I think both should be the option regardless of what type of game it is. I don't think one should be sacrificed over the other. Yeah, absolutely, because, uh, you know, if you sacrifice something, you're still, like, taking away a feature, and that's sort of uh, regressive. So what they need to do is just add all that stuff in and not make any weird cuts, like, okay, I'm going to just have online co-op, but I'm going to sacrifice local. What if my friend wants to come over now? That option is taken away from me. Uh, so I think they just need to think in the grand scheme of things how this really works. Um, and it will benefit everyone. I mean, if you have both, then there's no complaints from anyone, in my opinion. Exactly. 
So, Hades, what about you? Um, I, I agree with you guys on basically what's been said so far. You need to be able to establish online co-op, and you should never, ever take away couch co-op. Like Rain mentioned, they took it away in Halo 5, and the backlash was so bad that they said, we're going to put it back in 6 just because of it. And I think, as well, you should just always have the option for friendly fire. Just let people beat each other up on occasions as well. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Russia Bleed has that option. I'm like, Sh you know, I like having it there. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of your friends get salty because you take their life bar. I remember when that happened on, like, uh, I believe it was Streets of Rage, where I, like, hit my friend by accident. He's like, what the fuck? I, I died. I was on my last chip of health. I was That's, like, uh, oh, I, I didn't that, know. That was also prominent in the Scott Pilgrim vs. the World video game. You could even, uh, if you knock down your buddy, you could actually pick him up and use him as a as a weapon. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember you could do that. Yeah, you could. I didn't know that. That sounds fun. That does. I, I think I threw my friend in like the trash can or something. That shit was excellent. I still have that game on the PS3. Oh, dude, you're lucky because I think they took it off the store. The and thing uh... is, the thing is, is that they were actually putting it on sale along with all the DLC for like five bucks, and I picked it up. And then like a, a week, I think like a week later, they delisted it completely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's stupid. That's stupid of them to do that. That's a fucking shame because I would love to go back to it. Uh, yeah, but... But, uh, apparently the guy who apparently the devs who made the game are trying to get the rights back from from Ubisoft and they're trying to get it re-released again. So hopefully it comes out comes back again soon. If they if it does, that would be heavenly because I think I only played like the um I had the demo I believe I only played it once and that was it. Yeah, if uh, if uh, for whatever reason any of the devs on that team trying to get those right backs here, so you know you got our support, so almost definitely sign a petition or something to try to get the rights back. We'll make our voices heard because I would actually like to really see that come back to to the store as well. Yeah, if I if I see anything on uh, Scott Pilgrim in terms of updates, I will put it in this uh, podcast description, so you guys will be able to see it, no problem. So, we're going to move on to um, question number eight here. To add on to that, why do you think beat-em-up games are left are less prevalent today versus back in the day? Um, that's probably because... I, I don't know, like, developers are kind of weird these days when it comes to making certain genres. Like, they want to stick to what's popular, and I believe that's the Xbox. problem. Uh a lot of developers aren't experimenting as much as they used to, so um, they just stick with what's safe. So shooters, first-person shooters, um, horror games, horror games, like first-person horror games, if anything, yeah. walking walking simulators. You know, it, it's it's the safe thing to do because it's like they aren't going out of the boundaries to try to create something that's super innovative gameplay-wise. Uh, so that's the problem. Less experiments and uh, a lot more mediocrity, and that's the problem with a lot of uh, big genres today is they don't experiment as much. Uh, but back in the day, you had a lot of content. Like everything that mostly came out from certain developers was gold. There was some, you know, shit bricks in the road, but um, there was a lot of good games as well. So I think uh, a lot more developers took risks. And I think that's what you need to do. Take some risks. See what you can make. It might come out to be actually fantastic. And uh, I, I wanted to touch upon this in the last question, but I, I figured that I'd wait. But I, I really feel um, because 
most people are aware that here in in the U.S., uh, especially amongst the younger generations, the arcade scene is dying. And I think that kind of has a lot to do with it because, I mean, imagine when these games were first really prominent. Uh, you saw them in arcades. You could have, you know, especially like imagining like the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle arcade game. You could, you could team up with three people. You had no idea who they were and have a freaking blast to take on Shredder and, you know, just mow down a bunch of foot soldiers and everything. So, uh, foot clan soldiers, I said foot soldiers. Well, they would be called foot soldiers, yes? I, I don't know. Basically. <laughs> foot clan, <laughs> you know. But um, the, the, I think that's kind of really what, what is the problem, is that most kids nowadays growing up, they don't go to arcades like a lot of us used to, to play games. They go to, you know, their Xbox with their headset, and then they jump into parties, you know. So a lot of gaming has been mainly taking an online route. Like there's a lot less social interaction when it comes to it. And so uh, you don't really have room for a lot of these local co-op games, you know, because I mean, granted, yeah, you know, you might have friends in real life, but you know, what, what friend are you going to get to come over in the long run to like, Oh, Hey, come play this with me. Or, Oh, Hey, you could just buy a copy of this since you have the system and we could just play online together. So it's like, it, it, I think it really kind of just comes to that. It's like a lot of the, you know, the arcade scene is only really prominent with those of like the older generations. Like I, I went to Dave and Buster's about a year ago and I freaking had an absolute blast freaking playing House of the Dead and stuff with my friends. But, you know, it's like you see a lot of adults there. Well, mainly just because it is a more adult oriented place, but like just normal arcades, like I've seen arcades here where i live just rise and fall just because there's not a market for it just because everybody's just console heavy and they're just all playing online so i think that's really probably one of the biggest uh reasons why we've seen these kind of games sort of slowly but surely uh kind of kick the bucket because it's like all those games were meant for the co-op experience for the arcade style sort of feel where you had you know a limited amount of lives and limited amount of continues but the the better you did the more lives you could get and things like that but now everything's going to online and the kids of this generation are playing more online than they are together yeah i definitely agree with that like arcades are most certainly a dying breed it's super when i when i see an arcade it's super rare and i get like teary-eyed because i'm like man there used to be so many of these cabinets back yeah. then when i was a kid and oh, now yeah. it's like really not it's like they're just disappearing everywhere the only or real arcade i know of is one that's like two hours away from me and it's a retro arcade that is a bunch of 90s arcade machines like x-men mortal kombat tmnt final fight marvel versus capcom one and two and yeah it's just something you don't see today yeah yeah i want to say that the last arcade i saw was back in 2011 and it was a freaking huge arcade called the tilt uh we used to have one here where i live but the freaking mall's rent is retarded here so it freaking shit the bed um but the the tilt like i i took one step in and like i was like man if i if we just had more time here i would just love to just blow like two hour two three hours here just playing all the arcade cabins they had everything like freaking house of the dead four time crisis four they had the fighting games they had the classics like pac-man and galaga galaga being one of my all-time favorite things to play on an arcade cabinet you know it, it was a freaking amazing thing it was a shame that i i couldn't actually get to sit and play anything and then um you know I, i've been hearing a lot about these like arcade bars like dave and busters that was the last time i went to an actual arcade 
uh, or at least partly arcade. And th- it was a blast. Like there were a bunch of people there, a lot of noise, you know, people were having a good time and freaking got to play the arcade version of Mario Kart was, was fucking phenomenal. I loved it. And then it's like, um, I hear a lot about these arcade bars, like one up in uh, Colorado. It was kind of close to where I was chilling. I was in Colorado for a while. And um, I didn't get to go, but I hear that those places like that are kind of prominent because, again, like I said, the uh, the older generations still kind of hold on to that nostalgia and they still enjoy going back to like the older technology. But it's like kids nowadays aren't raised in arcades. You know, they don't have to, you know, ask mom and dad for, you know, the the, the few quarters it is to, to pop into the machine. You know, now it's just like, oh, you know, I'm just going to stay at home and just play my console, you know. Yeah, a lot of kids these days are millennials, so um, they basically, you know, grow up on the internet stuff. Um, and it's a shame, I mean, getting out there and talking about, you know, the arcade experience um, is really fun when you find a good arcade. Like, that social experience of meeting people, playing games, um, is just something that's unprecedented when it comes to that interaction, that experience, that level of, you know... Uh, fighting someone in a game and you're having a good time and you're really enjoying it you learn stuff you learn stuff um when you know you get some pep talk and you enjoy what's going on so i think that um compared to online it's just night and day for me i think the experience is a lot better in arcades it's just a damn shame that it's dying out because of this um i would love to see it have a comeback maybe uh some talented people out there can make some things happen I heard uh, some stuff about like people trying to open arcades and stuff like that from event. So I, I think that would be just great if someone can get something off the ground, uh, do something for a lot of people and see if the gamers are interested. I do also want to add one thing. I remember seeing this. I don't remember who told me, but I, I heard that it's getting really hard now to like upkeep arcade machines, especially the older ones that use CRTs because CRTs are slowly but surely kind of disappearing like you're not seeing them uh very often anymore so it's really hard to get replacement parts for arcade machines so that could also really be something that's kind of affecting the uh, market as a whole is that a lot of these older games that use crts are starting to it's just hard to upkeep them so it's like would you rather kind of keep them away and like keep them living as they are now or have them out on display and then they get messed up and then it's like the screen cracks or screen goes out and then it's just like hell and a hassle to freaking replace it yeah i i think maybe like in that regard the best thing they could do is to try to make those uh you know stations and booths where people could play the game on like lcd screens uh because they do exist they are definitely something that um people do play their games on at certain events especially e3 um so have something like that i know it's going to cost a lot of money to set something up like that but i think that with the right amount of dedication some person could do it uh it just depends on who when and where you know yeah, exactly. And I and I have to add on to that. I have seen all-in-one arcade machines that use emulation that have just a compilation of just pra- practically everything you can think of from arcade games. You know, they've got the whole, you know, four-player set out with each uh, six buttons and a joystick. Yeah. And it's like it's got all the fighting games. It's got all the action games. You know, it's got everything that you would think of that requires those inputs. I think about the only things that they don't add to those are like the light gun games, like House of the Dead and such. Yeah, and there are rare cases, like with the X-Men arcade game, which with the six-player version that had a double screen. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. 
Yeah, it kind of, it sucked if you wanted to play as Nightcrawler because he was on the very he was on the very edge of the of the button, so you kind of had to hunch over. <laughs> that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, luckily Wolverine was in the middle. All right, so um, anyone else have any opinions on this before we move on to number nine? I think if I can add something on real quick at the end, I think beat 'em ups became less prevalent over time because of like their games got more bigger and more complicated and the tech got better and if you wanted to make a beat em up it's a pretty simple thing to do not to mention it's incredibly like property friendly like you can make a beat em up game out of pretty much anything there's marvel ones dc ones there's an alien versus predator one which i wouldn't mind seeing come back at some point there's just you can just take any ip and just slap it into a beat em up and it would work yeah, I I definitely think that it's right for the taking in terms of like variety. Um definitely I would say uh those people that are just, you know, inspired by shooters and all that stuff, uh sometimes you do have to think outside the box. Uh, cuz I know it's not a beat em up per se and it's a little bit off topic, but uh take for instance Gorilla Games, they made Kill Zone for like half their life cycle and then they went out and they did something different with Horizon. So um if one studio can go out there and do that and get critical acclaim on something completely different and original, then another studio could do it, you know, another indie studio or another triple A studio. It's always right for the taking in terms of game development. So that's what I think about that. But uh, Kaneki, did you go? Oh, um, what oh. question? Uh, this is question number eight. Oh, there are less. Uh, that's easy. People want people nowadays play online. Simple. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's kind of unfortunate because uh, like I said, the social experience in arcades is just way too fantastic for words. If you haven't got the chance to experience one man it it, it must really hurt inside because like i said it's so fun i remember so many people got salty when i was playing tekken tag one i believe and uh i was just kicking people's ass with jen so it was pretty fun yeah i haven't got to do that with the fighting games but man the, like like i said when i went to dave and buster's uh aside from mario kart uh me and my buddy who's a big fan of the house of the dead games we we got to play an arcade cabinet of house of the dead 2 which we played that to hell and back because i got a dreamcast and he came over and we just freaking rocked that shit uh same thing when i got house of the dead 4 on ps3 but man we, we freaking put our coins in freaking we're doing the house of the dead 2 and we almost got through the whole damn thing but we ran out of coins <laughs> <laughs> yeah those games are relentless Yes, they are. I, I remember playing 3 on, like, the Xbox. Man, we could barely get past, like, the second stage, dude. That shit I was made, super hard. I did manage to make it to the final boss, but it's so ridiculously hard that I always kept running out of credits, at least on the Wii version. Yeah. Memories, I, man. I have all the versions of House of the Dead 3. So, we're gonna move on um, to question number 9. Uh, what companies produce the most iconic beat-em-ups, in your opinion? Um, I gotta go back to Capcom again, even though uh, they kind of just fucked it up after a certain point. Um, I would also say... Uh, let me think for a second. I, I, I think that um, 
like I said, Double Dragon, that was really good. I forgot which studio did that, but, um, you know, I, I thought that the uh, original Double Dragons and Neon was really great. Uh, so I would definitely say between Capcom and the old Double Dragon team, they came back for four recently, too. Um, so I definitely still enjoy that series as well. So anyone else? Um, I I pretty much say that uh, I would I would think that the most uh, the most iconic ones came out of Sega and Capcom. Uh, mm -hmm. There are Same. a few that appear, I, and I want to I want to say I could be wrong about this, but I want to say the Batman Returns on Super Nintendo was made by Konami. Um, so there are a few games out there in the beat 'em up genre that were made by other companies other than Capcom and Sega, but really the ones that really shined and really kind of just stuck with it were, were Sega and Capcom in my opinion. Uh, I'm I am super surprised no one mentioned any of the uh Ninja Turtles games. Like those were really incredible. I think Turtles in Time is still great. Yeah. And Konami helped with those as well, right? Yeah, I yeah, believe so. The original in Turtles in Time. I I know there was another re there was a remake in two thousand nine, but it was kinda shit. Yeah, I think it was, uh, I forgot what it was, but it was a exact remake of uh, Turtles of Time, so was it, it didn't go out too well. I, I think it was on PS3 as well, because I remember playing it. PS3 360, uh, but it got delisted. Yep. I remember the, the original one being available on the 360 Xbox Live Arcade, and I remember playing that one. I never played the, the remaster, the reboot, or whatever. I yeah. say the original was definitely the best experience so far. Oh. And and it's even better if you play it in an arcade because uh, I think that's the best version. I know yeah. this is... Sorry to interrupt. I know this is off topic, but uh, Microsoft. That's another option you could bring back on the Xbox One. Xbox Live Arcade. Where's that? Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of people will love to play those classic games for sure. Everybody loved that on the 360. Yeah, but... I think it's because of rights issues why they can't bring back the TMNT games. Oh, that yeah. sucks. Oh, it's always got to be something with rights because that's like nope. just a, such a gray area. It's just like it's so crazy because it's like depending on like who's got them and how much of an asshole those people are. You know, it's just like <laughs> it's so difficult to just like make anything nowadays because I know that that's what happened with a lot of the uh, the Marvel games, not to derail too much but like i remember when marvel got bought out by disney a lot of the games were being pulled off digitally off yeah, the stores like so like x-men arcade yep. yeah yeah and even games like the amazing spider-man and then like spider-man shattered dimension so those games were freaking shooting up in price for physical copies because you couldn't get them digitally anymore right yeah most definitely man like uh just when people like dmca or do all this other shit, and you can't get the game anymore. It really sucks. It, it sort of just, you know, leaves this hole of uh, going back in the past and playing these certain games. So I think that, you know, some type of arcade system should come back just in case uh, people don't get the chance to uh, experience it. They could just buy it, download it, and play with other people, no problem. Because, you know, uh, I do believe that the PS4 has some games uh, from the arcade, like Double Dragon 2. So you could download those and play those. So I think that should be more expanded on, in my opinion. So, uh, Hades, what about you? Uh, I got to agree with Rain. It's definitely Capcom and Sega. With Capcom, they had Final Fight. You had uh, Tower of Doom and Shadows over Mastara, AVP Arcade. You have the newer Dungeons stuff. The Dungeons like... & Dragons game? 
yeah, those those are awesome. I'll, I'll talk about those later. But um, yeah, outside God Hand, there's Beautiful Joe, Knights of the Round. There's a ton of little ones they did too, which aren't as famous. But yeah, there's also Sega who did Gold Max, Streets of Rage, Altered Beast, Guardian Heroes was pretty cool. And there's also Comic Zone, which is a pretty obscure one. Oh hell are, yeah, Comic Zone. Which were all pretty awesome, like All Star, just knocked out of the park. Side scrolling beat 'em ups with all those. What about you, Drobit? But yeah, I probably would say it's a tie between like Sega and Capcom mainly because Capcom was Capcom was pretty much at their best during the 90s and maybe even the 2000s with beat em ups probably Beautiful Joe is still one of my favorite games that came out during that era especially its sequel fuck I remember Beautiful Joe god damn yeah Capcom is sitting on some gold with that but they aren't doing anything with them which sucks yeah <laughs> I mean, I hope with the recent announcement they said of thinking of bringing back older franchises, maybe we'll see Beautiful Joe or Kami or any or God Hand even come back. I would love to see God Hand too. I'd pay fucking my left arm and my left leg for that. Christ. What about you, Kaneki? Hmm. I got nothing so far. <laughs> oh, that's fine, man. Um, yeah, that's a brilliant answer. Uh, so we're going to just answer the last two questions really quick because in about the next few minutes or so, Samurai Jack is coming on. So we're going to wrap come up on at eight o'clock, though. Uh, I think on the stream it's at 1030. So in about a oh, few, yeah. few more minutes. Uh, so basically, the last questions are. What's the best and worst beat-em-up you've ever played? And to close off this podcast, it was stated that the beat-em-up genre mostly suffers from a lack of innovation. What do you think needs to be done to change this in your eyes? Um, I'm going to go first really quickly. Uh, the best beat-em-up I played, God Hand, hands down. I, I love God Hand so much. The worst, um, I have to really think. I would say the worst is this game called the Warrior Street Brawl, where it was just this imitation beat em up of the Warriors, and it really fucking sucked. Like, it, it was just so terrible and so bad, and the controls were super stiff, and that's the main thing you cannot have with beat em ups. I recommend you to go out and play the original Warriors game on um, PS2, Xbox, I think it was on the PSP, and it got re-released on PS4. Uh, that game is definitely a quintessential beat-em-up. I would recommend it wholeheartedly. For the last question, um, lack of innovation for the beat-em-up genre. Uh, I just think that, like I said earlier, developers need to take more risks and try different things that hasn't been done before and reinvent the wheel. Because if they reinvent the wheel, then that means that a lot of new stuff can happen. A lot of more... Um, prevalently known imitators can go out and they can go out and try this uh, idea of the beat-em-up genre coming back to life um so that's what they need to do if they just make something that strikes gold a lot of people will follow in your footsteps about it so what about you daybreaker um for best beat-em-up game oh, man that's that's really really tough because there's a, a lot that i really do like and a lot that I have a place in my heart um so it, it's really tough for me to say just one, but I would say that um, probably Yakuza 4. Um, I, I know that that's a little bit more modern. I just, 
something about that was just I was hooked on that. Like it, like every other one I've I've played, I've I've grabbed a friend to play it with, but like that one specifically, like Yakuza Four, just like really drew me in. Like and I was just like, oh man, I I I freaking love this. I love every minute of it. I think that's um, the one where you can play multiple characters too, right? Yeah, I think that's when they started the uh, multiple character uh, trend. But yeah, uh, cool. for, for for worst beat 'em up, oh, man, that's that's really tough because I don't really think I've ever played a bad one. <laughs> to my in my opinion, I don't think I've ever played one that I've just sat and been like, man, this is just this is just awful. But if I if I had to say, um, if I had to say one, I would say um, I don't know how many people know about this, but there is a remastered re envisioning of the original Golden Axe on ps2 in a disc called sega classics collection um it's all right but it's definitely it feels really bland like i don't know what i don't know about it it just seems like the levels really are drawn out there's really even though there's a lot of like graphical updates compared to the 16-bit sprites it's just like there's really nothing eye-catching there's nothing really going on in the backgrounds it's just you're moving from one point to another occasionally stop and have to fight enemies so I, I would say that that would probably be somewhere in the worst ones I played just because I was really bored with it. Like the original Golden Axe, I freaking love. I could play that anytime and I'm never bored with it. It's just for some reason that one was just like, I was just like, ah, I don't know. This is this is kind of boring to be perfectly honest. But uh, mm. um, to answer the last question quickly too, uh, what do I think needs to be done to uh, to kind of re rejuvenate the, the genre? Um, all, all I would say is that I really just think companies need to just revisit it. I mean, they just need to look at stuff like Yakuza and, and kind of just work off that. If not a full-blown, like, RPG with a really serious story with, like, these crazy battle mechanics, it's just, like, just make a game that maybe has, you know, not the, not the greatest story, maybe a B-movie story, if anything. You know, if Kung Fury can get as much uh, fame as it did, then I'm sure something along the similar vein could, could do just the same. So... I would definitely say that I think companies just need to maybe look at some of the IPs they've got going or hell, maybe even just work one from the ground up. Maybe, maybe dust off the shelf, look at some like old IPs or maybe just stuff that never saw the light of day and be like, Hey, maybe we could rework this around into like a beat em up. Yeah. Like I, I definitely agree. And to add on to that, like you don't have to be 100% serious in making this serious grim, dark story that has a lot of money behind it um look at stuff like kung fury or look at stuff like far cry blood dragon the fucking game had fucking dragons with fucking lasers on their forehead it's it's so <laughs> wacky and ridiculous you can't take it seriously it's like someone wrote it on paper that was the idea one line dragons with fucking lasers go for it and and they did uh so if you want to make something wacky it fits really well into the beat em up genre and uh a lot of people would buy into it I think that um, definitely uh, it's something that doesn't require like a super duper big budget and uh, anyone could get out there and try to, you know, make something simple. So I would say, you know, more devs need to be encouraged to move on and try different things. So what about you, Dropit? Hmm. Well, as for best one, that is kind of a tough one to pick since there's a lot of good ones. But if I had to pick one, I'd say it's Beautiful Joe, mainly because it improves on everything that the first one had and even added in a lot of a lot of new stuff, like being able to play as another character and having more bosses. And they did 
refined it, and they did actually make the game a lot more fair because there were a few parts in the first Beautiful Joe where it was pretty cheap, and you had to start almost, and you had, and it sent you back like almost more than like halfway through the level. So at least they made it somewhat more fair. As for the worst one, as for the worst one, hands down, it's still Final Fight Streetwise because it's an abomination, and yeah, that's all I gotta say about it. But as as I can say, I guess the most I guess the most I can say what can be changed about it is maybe just try to add more variety in the gameplay and just not make it a straight up beat 'em up and. And Yakuza does does a good job of mixing of combining using the beat 'em up genre, but still making it unique in its own way. So maybe make it like that. All right, Mr. Hades, what about you? Uh, best beat 'em up, in my opinion, at least the ones I've ever played, was uh, definitely Dungeons and Dragons Tower of Doom. I love the classes. I love the spell casting. I love the world it's set in. I love basically everything about it. It's so much fun. Uh, worst. It's still Final Fight Street-wise. I mean, I couldn't think of anything worse than that, quite frankly. Like, and I think... I think, if anything, devs just need to, you know, work to make the games a little more, like, complex. Like, aside from, like, you know, it doesn't have to be, like, simple brain dead, even though that is a lot of fun. And last but not least, Mr. Kaneki. Mm, I actually have to agree with the, what Hades said on the last question. Because if they make it simply just simple, you know, simple and brand, to me that will not be fun. They, they will have to, you know, to me, they should at least, you know, try. You know, try something complex? Oh, oh, yeah, definitely. Like they do with the uh, back in, you know, Streets of Rage, Final Fight, Double Dragon, all that. They need what about... to do... Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, what about uh, best and worst uh, beat em ups you played? Oh, the best, like, I have three best games I played. Yakuza 0, Streets of Rage 2, the OG, and the, uh, the Streets of Rage remake. I don't know if I can count that, but... Those, it counts. It okay, counts. Those, to me, are, like, my personal three best beat-em-ups of all time, hands down. The worst is the Fighting Force series. Oh, 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 oh. oh, damn, man. I, that, that just made me think. Freaking, uh... Goddamn, uh, fucking Mortal Kombat Special Forces. Oh, oh my yeah. god, I remember that game. Oh my god. Hell Mythologies 2 was pretty bad. Oh. <laughs> was it in like... I think I'd probably play Mythologies over Special Forces. <laughs> I mean, yeah. well, everybody well, would, but... The problem with Mythologies is that it's ridiculously cheap, and, so, and unless you know how to get through it, then you're gonna die a lot. I think Special Forces was just, like, fucking cancer. Like, no one liked it. I mean, there it's is so still... Bad. I mean, there is a fan base who do actually, like, Sub-Zero... Like, Mortal Kombat mythologies, but nobody likes Special Forces. It's all around bad. I'm gonna have it's to try that that's out. Where, uh, that's where Tremor came from. That's yeah. That's the crazy thing about it. Tremor, the, the shit ninja that comes from a <laughs> shit game, <laughs> and he's in Mortal Kombat X... He explained garbage. Oh my god! He it, is garbage, right? And and then I played Fighting Force Two, oh. and it was just super weird. Like you go from this military complex, and then you go to this fucking ice base where you're fighting like. 
these goddamn um what do you call those things uh they look like frozen sasquatches or something i don't know <laughs> but I, it was just super weird and the controls were super stiff and i was like why am i playing this game i, I don't even know why i got that far in that game but i fucking hated it oh my I, god I... I remember the first one being good. Maybe that just might be childhood memories. And at the time, I thought it was good. The I thought the first Fighting Force was all right. The first one is a cult classic. You either like it or hate it. The second one is complete and utter ass. Yeah. yeah I think I remember t ripping the, the freaking Dreamcast version and playing it. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Imagine if he had actually paid for it. Oh, oh I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> Oh man, I remember yeah, fighting. No, if, 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 any, if anybody wants to play a good uh, beat em up Mortal Kombat, Shaolin Monks. Yes, yes, yes. That that game deserves the love that it solemnly needs because yeah. I I bought it and it's amazing. Yeah, what sucks is that they were originally gonna make a sequel called Mortal Kombat Fire and Ice, but it got canned. With uh, Scorpion yeah. and Sub Zero. Yeah. Gay. Why did they cancel that one? Ed Boom, what are you doing? You need to get on that fast. He's special Forces, just... man. We're Special Forces too. I, I mean, I... oh god, no, <laughs> no, no! I'll tell you what he's doing. He's doing Injustice too, making all the fucking DC girls. But for real though, <laughs> but for real though, we're Shaolin monks too. I would, I would pay for that. God damn, that would be absolutely great. Especially uh, with the mechanics now, it would be fucking oh, amazing. Yeah, just just graphics all around, or hell, even a fucking Shaolin Monks remaster, I'd fucking be on board yes. for that. Hell with yeah. Online. With online. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's about it for this podcast. Um, We're going to call it. Pretty fun discussion. So uh, we're going to do outros here. So I'm going to outro myself. You can find me on Twitter at rentoperative underscore. You can find me on YouTube at Renegade Operative. This podcast will be uploaded pretty soon i'll probably do it like a little bit later tonight after samurai jack uh so drill bit where can we find you buddy you can find me on twitter at drillbit777 and that's pretty much where i'm only at honestly daybreaker you guys can find me at on youtube twitter and twitch at daybreaker rain i also have a lp channel specifically called daybreaker rains daybreaker rains lp channel on youtube as well so i've got two different channels one where i upload my stream archives and then one where i do full-on let's plays uh so you can see me streaming on twitch or hit me up on twitter i usually talk about when i broadcast or if a video goes up or if i just have something on my mind to talk about pretty pretty active on twitter hades manticore where can we find you buddy Find me on Twitter, uh, Hades underscore Manticore, and you can find me on YouTube, youtube.com slash videogamesho. I do Let's Plays. I do uh, talks about various games and stuff as well. Kaneki? Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, on the same name as Google Order, and uh, I've been grinding on Neo lately because I want to get the most powerful weapon someone has that kills any enemy with one hit. One hit. Got nice. Gotta get back to Neo. Uh, I've been slacking, but eventually I'll get back to that game. It's uh, in my cart. It's in my cart on Amazon. I just need the money. Man, <laughs> you're gonna love it. I'm telling you, it's really good, though. Man, uh, and and I got Near Automata. I haven't beat that shit yet, either. Team Ninja yeah, really still, wait, still waiting on the PC port in six days. Yeah. Oh, Alright. So, so we're gonna sign off. Um, we will see you guys next time. 
uh, I think I'm gonna write down that idea of bad video game reboots and remakes. So Dude, I gotta be on that one. If so you do it, I gotta be on that one. <laughs> the next time, the next time you see these guys, we're gonna be roasting uh, Bomberman, fucking Space Vector invaders. Man, Space Invaders, DMC, DMC. <laughs> Oh, there's so many. It's it's like unreal. But I'm gonna write that down for you guys. That's gonna be fun. Uh, so we at the TCP. We're signing off. We're gonna see you guys later in YouTube land and take care. Thanks for Bye. watching, guys. Bye. See you later.